Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. Welcome to a, another show of On Mohawk Time. I am Joyce Jonathan Crone and very proud to say I am First Nations. I grew up on the Six Nations, which is the Six Nations of the Grand near Brantford, Ontario. So I am thrilled to be supporting Hunters Bay Radio and the Indigenous, urban Indigenous people of Muskoka and Huntsville specifically. It's hard to believe I've been doing my show on Mohawk Time for almost a year now. So thank you so much, Hunters Bay Radio, for this opportunity. So to close out the last two shows of this year, of 2023, I wanted to do some review and just a double check. We have to unlearn the learning that we all received, whether you are Indigenous or settler. We have to take a look at the accomplishments and the celebrations that we've had over the past year and that continue to happen. So stay with me in this short period of time and we will cover a ton of ground. So who are First Nations, Métis and Inuit? And by now you know that we are in this country and a distinct Three distinct groups, as I just mentioned, according to the Constitution of Canada, there are 60 distinct Indigenous language, languages in Canada belonging to 12 language families. And each Indigenous language also has several dialects. For example, the Cree language has eight dialects in which words or phrases can be very different. And my language, Seguaguego or Sego, which means hello, is not an easy language to learn. And that is on my bucket list. I want to learn my language. Indigenous people are also associated in this country with six unique geocultural areas. And these areas include the Arctic, Eastern Woodlands, the Northwest Coast, the Plains, Plateau, and the Sub-Arctic. I know that you are learning about First Nations people. But let's not forget about our Métis friends and also the Inuit. In the country of Canada, there is a total population of 1.4 million people who identify as Indigenous. And this represents only 4% of the Canadian population. Which province has the most First Nations, Métis or Inuit? It's Ontario with 301,430 and Métis make up 86,000, and Inuit or Inuk make up just over 3,000 in Ontario. In second is BC, where they have a total population of 232,290 First Nations. Métis are 69, just over 69,000, 
and Inuit are just over 1,000. So we know that we live across this country. We know that we have been part of this country since time immemorial. A very important aspect of what I do is education. As a retired educator of 33 years, it's very important that we continue to unlearn what we have learned, which means unlearn the colonization or uncolonize. And we all have been colonized, whether you're Indigenous or not. So we're all on a healing journey looking for our truths, looking at our collective histories, and taking a look at our ancestors, who our ancestors are, who our families are now, and where are we going in the future. We know that we are all related to one another in some way or another, and that our the indigenous across this country have contributed so many positive in so many positive ways in the past, present, and they will in the future as well. With so many First Nations communities in this country and in each province, we want to remember that we are all distinct, that we are different. We have different languages, as I've mentioned. However, we do have some shared common values, which would be For example, mutual respect between Indigenous peoples and the earth, the land, its occupants, including every living thing, which would be stones, the rivers, trees, plants. We have to start to change our mindset and think differently about nature and the land that we can be using instead of it for a tree, she or he. And that might sound trivial to you, but. The land, we are guests on the land, and the original way of the original people was not ownership. We lived uh, as part of the land, and we were born and died of the land and with the land, and our connection to the land was um, great. It was intense. And so we looked toward the earth or Mother Earth as a spiritual being, as alive. So we can take a look at uh, scientifically as well and know that we are here because the trees give us oxygen. And so that's just one example. So that's just one small idea that might shape your thinking in the future is to start taking a look at nature uh, differently, a little bit differently, and the impact that we have as human beings on, on the land and the earth. Our traditional values, as we know, have uh, diminished because of colonization, um, consumerism, and our dependence on technology. And our stories have been kept alive uh, through the oral tradition, through our elders. And now we carry on those uh, oral traditions and continue to share them with you and our narrative with the children of the future and generations to come, your children and my children. For our Métis friends who are out there, on April 14th, 2016, history was made when Métis people and non-status Indigenous people, and it was in 2016, not that long ago, were ruled to be quote-unquote Indians by the Supreme Court of Canada. And so that meant that they the Métis people could then 
start to recover their identities. There are many Métis people out there who I know who have uh, lost or cannot find their documentation to prove that they are Métis, but they know they are. So we have documented and undocumented Métis. And there are probably a lot more Métis people living in this country than you know of. Also, if we take a look at the Inuit people, according to Statistics Canada, 73.1% of the Inuit live in their traditional territories, with the largest number living in Nunavut. And the Inuktitut language is spoken by 83% of the people who live in their territory. Now, I have visited uh, Nunavut, Iqaluit specifically, and on the streets, there are, uh, in their language, the street names and the names of places and many sculptures, uh, soapstone sculptures, so and artwork uh, reflective in murals um, across the, across the uh, town. And so I felt very comfortable there. The other place that I felt very comfortable and saw myself re- reflected was in Vancouver. Now, my son lives there, and every time I'm there, I feel very much at home. And it's because we can see ourselves reflective, reflected there as Indigenous people. So that might be an area where we in the province of Ontario can start to think, what can we do? What can we do in our um, regions, in our municipalities, to help our urban Indigenous and our First Nations communities that are across this province feel more comfortable in, in seeing themselves recognized in and amongst the urban Indigenous and in and amongst uh, on First Nations. The more people I speak to, the more I am also learning. I did not grow up traditional, so I did grow up living on a reserve, but I did not grow up traditional. So there's a difference. There's an assumption that just because your skin is brown, you probably know um, your language and your culture. But definitely, I did not. Now, things are changing. They have elementary schools where you can learn your language, like a French school. You can go as an elementary school student, um, and every subject is taught in the language that uh, you're speaking, whether that's Mohawk on my reserve or other First Nations communities who are teaching the language to the children. For sure, we know that education is going to change things. Education is a way of the future. And as Murray Sinclair said, education got us into this and education will get us out. And with that, let's take a break. You are listening to 88.7 Hunters Bay Radio. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. Oh, hey, hey, yeah, is this on? I guess so. I thought I was talking to myself for a minute. Uh, I haven't been here for a while. I just thought I'd pop in. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that identity and we are, and there's a lady out there, a Korean woman, a Buffy St. Marie, they're putting a pressure on 
her, trying to say she doesn't have a birth certificate, it's fake, she doesn't know who she is. Heck, she knows who she is. You know who she is, I bet you saw her. Yeah, yeah, she's a friend of mine, so don't put down my friend Buffy St. Marie, hey, she's a indigenous woman, yeah, just saying. Hey, uh, Buffy, if you're out there, Stop by for a scone and a ham and don't let anybody tell you you're not Cree. Heck, you're beautiful. <laughs> Understand about that. <laughs> Sorry about me. So we do have a long way to go. Welcome back. But we also know we're making great gains in many of the events and uh, things that have happened over this past year and the last few years. Let me give you a really good example of this, which some of you, if you're listening, you may, may already know. So we know that there is a new Manitoba premier and he is First Nations, Wab Canoe, who formerly worked uh, with the CBC and had his own show. We know that Premier uh, canoe will have much work to do in that province. We also know that in different provinces, there's a difference how, as I said, how First Nations, um, Métis and Inuit people are accepted or whether we continue to be put aside or uh, treated as second-class citizens or shunned. Um, we need to change that. We need to take a look at our own values what those are, and I'm included as well, what our own values are, what our own biases are, what our own stereotypes are. But gains such as this with a new premier in Manitoba, helping to make choices, helping to change and make decisions. Some of what's going to happen definitely will come out of leadership change. It also will come out of strategic changes and systematic change. So it's taking a look at what are the systems we have in place and how can we go about supporting our original people? And some of you may say, well, why would we support them? Well, that's that colonialism and the um, parts of what we have learned in our past that need to be unlearned. So it's taking a look at our own stories, our own values. Let's take a look at something else great that's happened in, in this country as well and Specifically, in our neck of the woods, we know that when we see ourselves identified, then change can happen. So, for example, one awesome thing that's happened is Muskoka Road 38 that this year has changed its name. Its name is reflective of the Mohawk people. And the name of the road is Ganagahaga Yohedadje'e which means Mohawk People Road. So it's fabulous to be able to see small changes, but very, very important changes happening in our province, happening in different provinces, happening in this country. The word Canada or Kanada in Mohawk means a village. It means everyone has a role and responsibility and that everyone is cared for, and that no one goes without, and that we keep each other safe 
and maintain peace in our communities. Let us in Huntsville and beyond remember our village, remember who the people are, and our responsibility to it. When we reflect again on this year of 2023, not only have uh, celebrations and goodness and good things happened, we also can take a look at the a few facts. One fact is the loss of, again, Indigenous women and not taking a look at a landfill and not um, pursuing that. We all know that that would cost the government a lot of money. It would cause um, some people not to be happy. But let's also think about the fact that if there was one person, one woman found there, one child found there, that that would mean that there must be more. That we know that it is important to put people at rest. It doesn't matter what their color is. It matters who they are and their community and their families. So I personally am all for um, digging out that landfill. If it was my daughter, I would want that to happen. And I'm sure if it was your daughter or mother or grandmother, that you would want that to happen as well. And so that's just another area this year that continues to be in the news, continues to be um, an issue. So in this country, we do have uh, deaths unaccounted for, not only at residential schools, but also missing and murdered Indigenous women and um, Indigenous people having gone missing. And also this year, uh, under the United Nations Human Rights Council, which Canada is seeking a seat at, um, First Nations people in this country and Indigenous people want a, a firm commitment by the, by the uh, government, which is backed by the United Nations, to search those landfills and to continue doing um, searches at schools for the, the children and to bring those children home. So searches need to be done. Um, also, if we take a look at the 231 calls to just, justice of missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls, there needs to be, again, moving forward, a full commitment on the part, again, of the government to be able to uh, support the searches that need to be done, to create resources, to use education as the landmark and to make a commitment to search. And there has been a lot of goodwill. There has, and don't get me wrong, there has been a lot of, a lot of talk, but we still need to hold those in positions of power accountable because positions of power, whether we like it or not, matter. And those in leadership are making choices for us, whoever, whomever we are. And so let's continue not just to foster that goodwill, but let's make sure that uh, there's something more powerful than hate. There's something more powerful than uh, separation and disconnect and oppression. And so let's just 
make sure that in the coming year of 2024 that we can stop we can stop the prejudice not only against First Nations, Métis, um, or Inuit people, but against all people. So let's continue to help heal the hearts of those around us. Let's continue to listen before we speak and listen with our hearts. We know how to listen. We grew up learning how to listen and we listened with our minds. But there is a big difference between listening with your mind and letting your heart lead and you're letting your heart truly listen. There have been an insurmountable number, as I said, of fabulous accomplishments and celebrations and changes that have happened in this country just in 2023. So we want to keep that goodness in mind. We want to keep the understanding in mind and the listening in mind.